Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dragon of the Movies. Hi, bro. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. We're late this week because, uh, well, we tried to record earlier and then Alejandro just yes. had a fucking, I mean, he, he, it, it just, he just, he was not having it. Let's just our say he was not having it. Our co-host was mad that like uh, we didn't have the right something in the green room. I don't really know. He was upset. I don't, you mean he, he was, just? He was upset. I mean, <laughs> like, so, like I, I don't mind the fact that like you, he, you can hear him in the background a lot. Yeah. But I mean that that he was just on another fucking level. Yeah. It, it was. He was not having was a good time. Bad. He was. He was. It was just crying. Like, like, like. Apparently, um, one of the torture things that they would do in uh, what's it called, Guantanamo Bay, is uh-huh. they would put on uh, babies crying. Yeah, horrible. Cause that that's because apparently human get this dragon. Humans yeah. are like we really hate. We're hardwired to dislike that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a good reason. Yeah. And it's almost like it's almost like all we, we want to do. All we want to do is do whatever we need to do to stop that from crying. And I believe you yes. took him outside for a walk and he was fine. Right. Yeah. Isn't that yeah what he basically. Wanted? Yeah. He just wanted. He's like crying. I'm giving him food, water, yeah. like everything for affection, picking him up, kisses, all yeah. that stuff. And then he's just like, no, I just wanted to go out for a he walk. Just wanted to go outside. It'll be so nice when he has words. <laughs> can yeah. Be like outside. Then he can be like, let's go outside. And I'll be like, okay, no problem. Yeah. Well, no, the bet that'll be great too. Cause then he can start reviewing movies for us. And, and oh one of us God. can retire. I, that would be amazing. <laughs> just like Alejandro, Alejandro, what did you think about Blue Beetle? Go. <laughs> and it'll be like, I, I thought it was. I mean, bad. <laughs> He's my son, so he'll probably come out with the most racist, misogynistic <laughs> take. Oh my god, I know. And I'll Jesus be like, Christ. "That's a good, good boy, good boy." Mm-hmm. You, and then you'll say something about steak and potatoes because you're, you're, yeah. you are who you are as a person. Of course. Why would I correct him? Yeah. He's living his his truth, dragon. <laughs> he certainly is living his truth. That is true. All right, dragon. Yes. How was your week? Um, it was good. It's been we're in a heat wave, and it's been very, very hot, and that has not been fun. I, you know what? I don't like the heat. And I never liked the heat. And now I especially do not like the heat. No. Yeah. It's interesting. Very interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh, I don't know what else I did, honestly. I don't even remember. This weekend, we're going up to New Hampshire, though. Um, New Hampshire. Yeah. Expect maybe a late podcast next week because I don't don't, don't know what we're going to record. But uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I don't really remember anything that happened. Um, Berto, what about you? How was was your week my days are it's like it's like fucking the same yeah. thing every all the time it's like i wake up i fucking feed a baby yep i play with baby yep and then i watch instagram videos of people raising babies and i just cry like a fucking yeah. baby i cry so hard Berto, and then Berto regularly sends us videos uh or pictures of him like where his eyes are all red and he's like i just got salt in my eyes guys it's fine and then we'll send us the video that gave him salt in his eyes quote unquote. Yeah, salt. i have a lot and of it salt a very, in my it's apartment. like a, it's always a very cute video of like a dad and his kid or something you're such a, exactly. you're such a bitch <laughs> salt. there's salt everywhere in my apartment <laughs> just getting in your eyes willy-nilly all the time <laughs> Um. Uh. Well, that, tell me what you did. That's it. That's it. You that's just cried in your apartment. It. I mean, yeah. Basically, all week. Getting ready for my son's first birthday, basically, mm. which is on uh, in two days. Two it days from two our days. recording. And I am gonna miss it. And one of the fun things I did do this weekend is I hung out with Alejandro like quite a bit, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Poor little guy. I, t- I took him. I took him for a walk. He gagged himself with his own hand. It freaked mm-hmm. me out. <laughs> I mean, he's fine. He does that I all was the time. Like, oh my god, he's gonna choke and it's gonna be on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as you've seen dragon i'm a very hands-off yeah, parent who's just like he falls on his face a lot and i'm just like ah, eh, he'll learn 
<laughs> like, he'll stop doing it eventually. <laughs> he is a pretty good walker, to be fair, at this point. And he's the only I one. Mean, yeah, so it's good. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Uh, I guess we should just go ahead and get this started, right? Let's do it. All right. Let's start with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon, yes. what did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, I'm starting actually off the couch and in the theater. So I saw um, Bottoms. Uh, Berto, did, have you, you haven't seen this, right? No, it's in the theater. So Never there's no way you it. saw it. <laughs> so this is by the lady that did um, uh, Shiva Baby. It's her new movie. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I enjoyed uh, Shiva Baby. Shiva Baby's great. And it has like, um, excuse me, one of the same, the, the main character in Shiva Baby. She's the main character in this movie as well. Okay. Um, and it's basically like an R-rated teen comedy. Um, so it's like, one of those that we don't get, we haven't gotten very often, I feel like, in the past few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I actually really liked it. I thought it was very fun. I thought it was like, that it was funny. I thought it was well written. Um, so, like, some of the stuff is a little like ridiculous, but I mm-hmm. like that, you know, overall. I mean, it's as if you described every teen comedy ever existed. Every every single one. Uh, one of the other fun things is they never actually say it in the movie, but I'm pretty sure it was set in like, when I was in high school in like 2006 to 2000 you know like around like that that kind of time frame just based on the yeah. technology that they show but they never address it which I think is very funny <laughs> honestly okay. um but yeah it's it's really good it's like it's about a uh teenage girl fight club essentially <laughs> teenage girl fight club okay <laughs> recommend honestly recommend well, bottoms i thought it was gonna be about gay men but it is not <laughs> i mean that's what it sounds like unfortunately right? dragon it um didn't really make that much money no and uh yeah it's gonna bomb which i mean it's, it's just, bad it's bad it's for comedy yeah it's a shame because i i think it's like for for the type of movie that it is and it also did not have a big budget it had 11.3 million and i think one of the reasons it had that that much is because it has some like rising stars kind of in it and i imagine mm-hmm. they paid them pretty okay and like it has like a few like set pieces or whatever but um this this movie like 20 years ago would have fucking made like a hundred million dollars a thousand percent a thousand percent well i haven't seen it assuming it's good it it is good i really liked it uh it has a 95 percent on rotten tomatoes that helps we we have established rotten tomatoes i know not true it's not real okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna prove it to you later okay (laughs) anyway um i really liked it i recommend i think it's a fun it's a fun like little genre movie plus it's an hour 32 minutes and you know what i loved about shiva baby less than 90 minutes (laughs) and she delivers on this one too i just appreciate it i appreciate that somebody's making a fun comedy it's r-rated that's like short and fun and just excited like you know it's just like a nice thing to do like to go out and watch it okay um it's not like a you know a lot i feel like a lot of movies lately are like difficult do you know what i mean no i like they're like dramas or like if there's comedy it's like there's like it has to be They're some heavy. kind of like heavy yeah there has to be like a heaviness to it right yeah so this doesn't have that it's just a it's fun all comedy. about climate change yeah exactly or like whatever the fuck you know yeah. every everything has to be about climate change and about fucking <laughs> sure. the world coming to an end and the fucking like oh my goodness it's everything bad and then we're gonna solve it with this two-hour movie <laughs> Yeah, and you're sure, just like, sure man, come on. Um, but anyway, like I'm I'm here to just fucking like ignore life yeah. for two hours and have I a mean, good time. Here for a good time, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I want to be entertained for ninety minutes, and then I want to leave, and I want to be like, that was fun. I laughed, and then I go home. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I want. Perfect. Um, 
anyway, next, <laughs> the next movie I saw was yes. not that. Um, we uh, we saw the who blue, is we? Me and Andrew saw oh. Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Blue Beetle. That's the new DC, I believe. DC, correct, correct. Uh, um, superhero movie that not, just not came just out? that, but James Gunn, James Gunn, who's now in charge of the the DC universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who's sure. like we're resetting everything. This character is going to be canon. So okay. that's what he was saying, which I'm sure is just his way of saying, like, please watch it. Please, yeah. please watch I guess it. So. Yeah. Um, uh, let me tell you, I was not a fan. <laughs> this movie's boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. I, don't, I so first of all, it's rated PG-13, which I think are that is that what most of these movies are rated? Yes. yes. OK, because I have some weird questions about it because it seems like it should be a kid's movie mm-hmm. based on how st- stupid it is. But um, right. But it's PG thirteen, which I actually am not. I guess the violence that makes it PG thirteen. Again, I, we're gonna I'm gonna go over the, some of this stuff later. But go ahead, yeah. Did you watch Blue Beetle? It's just because no, 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 oh. no. I got, I got. The, the, let's let's go. Okay, let's go. okay, okay. Um, but I was just thinking about that because like my uncle brought my nephew to see this, um, to see this movie a couple weeks ago, and I haven't yeah. talked to them since, and I just need to know. Whether or not what he, he sat through it. No, I need to well, know how, if they left. <laughs> because gotcha. how, how the first your, hour, he's, he's, he's seven, eight. right? He's, he's eight. eight. He just okay. he just turned eight. Yeah, he just turned eight. Their first mm, hour very inappropriate for an eight-year-old, am I right? Boring as fuck. Boring. No, they let that kid watch fucking everything, Berto. He has no they have no filters on what that kid watches. Yeah. He's watching horror Berto, movies all the time. It's terrible he, he watches he's like have you seen da, da, da? And i'm like why have you <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about uh, um, people pretend like that actually matters i mean i guess i grew up the same way so i don't know why i'm surprised that they're doing yeah. it yeah <laughs> nobody, son, ma- nobody monitored morning, what i watched just so you understand and I'm, I'm gonna finish it for next week this son I, this morning i was watching um not day of the dead which is the one that, dawn of the dead Mm, mm. With, and my son's just sitting there watching it with me but, but i'm gonna i'm saying watching it's on the tv as he's you know fucking acting like godzilla over tokyo yeah, yeah, yeah. in my apartment Berto <laughs> had this really cute video of alejandro's like fucking with something in a cabinet and all the shit falls out and alejandro Berto's like filming him from behind and alejandro just everything falls and makes a loud noise and just kind of turns his head and looks at Berto and then turns around and continues ruining things yeah, yeah. and it was very cute and hilarious i was like oh such a toddler now (laughs) (laughs) he is like godzilla just like wandering through your apartment pulling shit down fucking just like destroying things it's just like on the streets of tokyo that's 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 what he is right now and then basically he takes a nap i put things back in order and then when he wakes up he's like ah You rebuilt, but he's like, you've destroyed my work. <laughs> um. Anyway, Blue Beetle sucks. That's what you're saying. It's really boring. And you're saying it's worse than sucks. It's just boring. It's boring. Yeah, it's boring. So- and then like, even the stuff that's supposed to be fun, I was like, well, some of the like action sequences are fine, I guess. Like, a, you know, they're competent action sequences, but I'm like, but if the story's boring and I don't care about it, like, eh. so. What I hear fear from what I hear a lot is two things. Number one mm-hmm. is that it's a, it's just a middling movie. Yeah. It's just middling. It's just like it's kind of this there. Uh, you know, if this if it was five years ago, this movie would have made a hundred million dollars. But we on the opening weekend, it would have probably made like five hundred million dollars. But yeah. we're we're not at that. We're not there anymore. People have gone for superheroes at fifty. And then number two is that they like went hardcore into like this is a 
Hispanic Mexican oh, family. Yeah. And um, to the point where people are like, man, it just seems like over the top with the jokes and everything. To which Dragon and I say, have you met me? <laughs> Our family is all but stereotypes. Yeah. Well, you're yeah, Colombian, every- though, so. <laughs> That's the same shit. And- <laughs> you- <laughs> Oh, you say that now, but then you get all mad. But I'm like, yeah, my Mexican friend Umberto. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never. Yeah, I don't that. actually get re- mad. You're the one that stops yourself. <laughs> you're the one that calls yourself Spanish, which I think is hilarious. I mean, it's the same shit. Whatever. I know. <laughs> Y'all have that other language that you speak. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but um, but um, it is that. It does. It, I mean, that's you know. It, I don't. So, I don't know. It's I. I. I don't think that like is a hindrance to it. But I also am like. Just make the story better, and it wouldn't. I mean, the, <laughs> like, the entire, great. the entire advertisement was like, "Welcome to the fucking new age with the, yeah. the Hispanic superhero," and everyone was like, "Oh my god, Hispanic superhero! We have to watch this now." It's fucking. Here's the thing, Dragon. This is and this is my gonna be. I'm gonna do a hot take right now. Right, yeah. ready for my hot take? Sure. My opinion is that Black Panther mm-hmm. destroyed the superhero genre. <laughs> now, uh, let me explain. Let me let me explain, okay. Dragon. Yeah. Can you let me explain? Uh-huh. Um, Black Panther was a, I'm going to say it was an above average movie, right? Yeah, Black Panther is good. We actually rewatched it not that long ago. It's good. We, yeah, it was, we watched I, it with a commentary, like a, a podcast commentary. And I I, re, I remember rewatching it being like, I remember being like, meh. It was, it's an okay movie, but I was like, yeah, this is better than I ever remembered. So I'm going to say it's above average movie. Mm-hmm. But what they, re, what they did was the marketing genius of being like, well, this is good. This is an African story. Mm-hmm. We're going to, with African, famous black actors. And the fucking people just went, this, uh, especially black people went, this is for us. Yeah. We're all fucking going in droves. But everybody and liked it too. It, it helps that it was it. good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it definitely. It, it, good it was a, it, what it was, was a good movie that had representation of, of a culture that like people don't really like show as much right yeah and everyone was like this is fucking good this is something new this is exciting it's new and then what happened was marvel and marvel specifically disney and dc were like oh is that what they want <laughs> oh, oh uh, good they were like we were like they yes, want the, we they want, want they want, we the want good movies <laughs> we want a good movie and they went no no that's not it <laughs> they want different color people <laughs> yes and then they were like Captain Marvel and Captain Marvel. The only reason Captain Marvel made money was because it was like six weeks before uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. Avengers Endgame. And um, basically the marketing was you have to see this movie to understand <laughs> Endgame. And it was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I don't remember and that. That was, that was a bad. It, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. I don't remember. Honestly, but I don't also, remember it came out, it just, at all. It, it, it made a billion dollars because it came out at the perfect time. Sure. Um, and then ever since then, every single fucking movie has just been like, all right. Now we're going to have a, you know, the, another Wakanda movie where they're fighting Mexican people. Okay, now <laughs> we're going to have Eternals, which is nothing but the entire Eternals marketing was, oh, the diversity, the diversity, the <laughs> I, diversity. Again, I didn't think Eternals was that bad. I, well, I honestly Eternals, didn't. I don't see how it was gonna any re- different we're than any of the other ones. Good. Blue Beetle was Good. boring, but Eternals wasn't Good. that bad. We're, we're watching it for this podcast. No, we're not. I don't, I don't want to rewatch it. I'm just it's saying. Bad. It was so bad. fucking bad. It was so, it's just, well, and then, and then like now you get, now they're starting to be like, all right, uh, Blue Beetle, it's got, you know, Mexican people. <laughs> and then you're just like, yeah, we, we, we told you before we want good stories, not, <laughs> not a bad story with a Mexican lead. 
we want yeah. a good story with a Mexican lead. And they're like, right? no, you don't. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? You're racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, exactly. so that that's I think that's what led to the superhero fatigue is the misunderstanding of that. Yeah. And well, now I, we're I think, I think it's just laziness, right? It's like, I, it's yeah, hard to write a good story. It, I think yeah. it's, that's, that, that's it's the problem. Easy. It's, it's easy, easy to write a it's easy to bad story. Yeah. It's easy to write a bad story yeah. and then put a Mexican lead on it. And then when people say we didn't like it, you can they can say, yeah. hey, that's because you hate Mexicans. Yes. And we go, no. And they say, <laughs> that's racist. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that's my theory on why why the superhero genre died. Okay, it's because I, the I know, misunderstanding. It's because misunderstanding. It's the misunderstanding what made, what of what Kondo really it was, cool. Yeah, it was the misunderstanding of what made a uh, fucking Black Panther good, and okay. then they went into because then they every single fucking movie is just like, oh my god, this this, and now Marvels every every single fucking Marvel movie is just like, well, now we have a female character doing this, and it's just like, okay, I don't give a shit. I just want a good movie, and they're like, yeah. no, we're not going to yeah. do that. How dare you? <laughs> All right, Dragon, go ahead. Yeah, can I move on from Blue Beetle? <laughs> no, we have to talk about Blue Beetle for another hour. Let's okay. move on. And I'm moving on. And this is like the Dear Evan Hansen of the <laughs> We are going to go like, over Blue that. Beetle, Blue when Beetle is doing... not actively bad, <laughs> like actively dangerous for society. When are we doing Dear Evan Hansen for this podcast? Oh, I'm going to actually, I am going to talk about Dear Evan Hansen in a couple, in, uh, in two more things. I'm going to talk Let's about go. Dear Evan Hansen again. Okay. Let's go. Next. Um, so I, uh, I sat my ass on my couch and we watched um, a little, uh, technically I think it's a mini series actually, um, called BS High. So mm-hmm. this is a documentary uh, series on, on um, uh, HBO and it is about this dude who made up a fake high school mm-hmm. so he could put together a high school football team. Yeah. And he actually made the football team yeah. but without any of the actual high school components to it, right? Okay. And then okay. he somehow just got this football team to, like, play football against other high school teams. And for some reason against really good high school teams, and they ended up playing on ESPN. And when they played on ESPN, they – they kind of got found out because they were suddenly in the eye of like the high school football world. One mm-hmm. of the crazy things about this documentary to me is how big high school football is. <laughs> well, where is where does this take place? Uh, I don't I mean, even, it doesn't matter. It's just, like the point football, is like they're they're playing all over the place, right? Like football is our national sport. As much as we can say, it's something I thought it was else. baseball. It's at this, mm, it used to be, but I think at this point, football is our national sport. It's Wait, the it's sport football, that. It, is football our national sport? Because it's the only one we haven't that's like not international in any way, shape, or form. Like, yeah, because we're the world champions it. at it. <laughs> Although we, I mean, you could say we're the world champions of baseball. I mean, come on. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of other places have good. Name another players. place. Doesn't Name Dominican one. Republic? Doesn't the Dominican Republic have good baseball yes, players? And doesn't Japan have a great league? <laughs> Dragon. We all all of Major League Baseball is just say. Dominican people <laughs> i you your son is half dominican you've put a baseball bat in his hand right like <laughs> i put a ball in his hand and he launches the fucking ball and i'm like oh well like, perfect. now we know where to go <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait till he's a goddamn pitcher it'll <laughs> be great <laughs> you're like i don't know he's dominican i just had to do it i don't know wait i don't know what if i'm allowed am i allowed up? to say that <laughs> it'd be like what did wow what did you do to get him this good now that he's 12 and he's really good and he's like um I'm I married a Dominican. <laughs> like, oh, 
Oh, oh, oh, yeah. That's the that makes that's so much like sense. The, that's the secret. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> if you want a kid that's a good baseball player, you marry a Dominican. Um, so this guy basically the thing that this guy did was he scammed a bunch of uh very poor like inner city youth to come mm-hmm. to his fake school to play mm-hmm. football like away from their parents right? right and then put them up in like hotels and i was just like and also charge them money for it yeah okay. <laughs> i was just like okay. god damn like it it is weirdly easy to do this and he got away with it for like a, a few years and it was very mm-hmm. very weird it's a great story and one of the other reasons one of the other things that's really interesting about it is the guy that made the fake football team and the fake high school is the the center of the documentary like he is the majority of of the interview so you yeah, get to see good. him talk about it and you get to see like what a weird psychopath he is in like such I a mean, specific way i don't see what he did wrong but okay <laughs> yeah he should have scammed all those kids into not having yeah. any high school education i mean do you also, want a winning football wait, team or not it, well the problem <laughs> was they did not train them properly so they didn't they weren't even a winning football team really <laughs> yes and the so other this guy, this guy doesn't even know how to train him i thought he was Correct. a guy who knew how to train a football team <laughs> no. but you should definitely watch this you're, you're I'm like watching it. This. you should definitely I'm watch in. this i'm in bs high it's called um bs high so anyway it's really interesting it's a great it's a great documentary series or whatever the fuck it is like two or three episodes it's really short um and uh yeah it's just great and you just it's so interesting to me to see somebody who's so comfortable lying and like so comfortable scamming people and you just see it on his face that he just like doesn't give a fuck <laughs> i feel like you're attacking me right now but okay he'll like, get caught in something and he'll just be like well it wasn't illegal <laughs> you're like it was wrong in every single way <laughs> like, just, i mean I, again i feel like you're attacking me right now yeah these are all things that Berto has said verbatim <laughs> anyway Berto, i think you should watch it and take notes <laughs> awesome um anyway i'm starting a football team <laughs> no you're gonna do, somebody already did that you're gonna do baseball or something oh, yeah, you already point. have alejandro so you might as well do baseball just um, <laughs> <laughs> uh okay okay last la- the last thing i watched is uh based on your suggestion humberto yes. your suggestion which i took my suggestion i watched i, I don't um, believe you but okay <laughs> i watched untold the girlfriend mm-hmm. who didn't exist so That's... this is the manti teo <laughs> It's only two parts, I think. It's a really short Correct. little Netflix two documentary. Hours. Yeah, two hours. Netflix documentary on um poor little baby Manti Teo, who mm-hmm. is a uh now he's like a retired NFL player, but like at the time that this documentary, this the the things that happen in this documentary take place, he was a um a college player. Um and it, not even. I feel like it started in high school, but I don't well. <laughs> The documentary started with him in high school. Mm. Well, they, they go into his history and right, in yeah. high school. He was a ho- highly trouted, touted prospect coming out yeah. of high school. Uh, and then he was basically one of the top uh, Draft football picks. players in, in college oh, yes. football. He almost won the Heisman, which is basically like I thought he the did award. win the Heisman. He no, didn't? I think he was, he was like just second one of the. Oh, okay. he, so, so what they do is they, they have the top three people and they invite them over for the ceremony. He didn't win the Heisman. I think okay. he was he was either second or third place. But I think way, he I think he was probably third then because I vaguely was, remembered something like that. Okay. Yeah, but but yeah, go ahead. Uh, anyway, it, it's just like basically this really reminded me of Dear Evan Hansen in that it was a person who acted so wildly immorally, <laughs> taking mm-hmm. advantage mm-hmm. of somebody else in such a crazy way 
with and suffered basically no repercussions from it that it's just like doesn't make any sense <laughs> it doesn't about? make any sense what so, are you talking about the repercussions was be you know working at a supermarket and then people are like oh that's the guy who uh scammed Manti Teo yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the repercussion it's like oh my goodness oh my goodness people know what I did I can't believe this the terrible repercussions yeah it was it was actually wild to because they interviewed the okay so basically what happens is during college Manti Teo has this long distance girlfriend mm-hmm. that he met via Facebook right and this yeah. is this happened in like 2000 like nine i think so it makes it makes way more sense that he met this woman quote unquote over facebook at the time and let's just say let's just say like matateo is a sweet he's dragon he's your favorite he's a sweet boy yeah and he's a thick boy he's a big he's a big big and thick big (laughs) thick boy who is the sweetest of sweet boys he comes from a from a fucking family that's like very like religious yeah they're more religious i think but yeah, and they're religious in the best way possible, which is we care about the world. We care about doing charity. Oh, we're wait, all were about they Seventh family. Day Adventists? I don't remember no. now. There's some kind of Christian. They, they were some type of Christian, but it's like you know when you're like you see you meet Christians and you're just like, oh, you're 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 just you're you're hoarding this over me like you're a better yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, like no, yeah, they are no. not that. They they're are very the, sweet. Good, yeah, they are the good version of Christianity, which is like you are to help your fellow man. Yep. And you just praise God. And yep. that's that's what you do. And as that's a human it. Being. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It Positive was very... male role models for my boy. A hundred percent. The only thing Manti Teo was not a positive male role model for is that he's a big dumb dumb. <laughs> he got I mean, catfished by some fucking person. I wouldn't call him a dumb dumb. No. I would call the dumb dumb is like, bro, how do you call someone a girlfriend when you haven't even gadouched? I know, sweet boy. But the, my <laughs> well, here's the thing that I think I think the documentary actually didn't. They did say it, but they, I don't think they really hit home enough about how this could happen. And Andrew is the one that pointed out to me because I was like, I still don't get how he was like, quote unquote, dating this woman for like two or three years and never FaceTimed or met her. And he was like, you're forgetting how busy he was. He was two, a two things. Yeah, yeah. he's sorry. He's he's, 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 uh, he's go ahead, go in college. Ahead. He's in college. Right. So he's technically supposed to be doing classes, even though I, he, <laughs> is doing classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he doing is, classes. Yeah. I mean, of course he is, but I'm just saying, like, his classes were definitely second to his football career in in college. But he's training nonstop in football, and he can't really have – he like, he couldn't have a regular girlfriend if he wanted to, you know, like because he's not going to see that woman. Not only is he training nonstop, he is one of – he is the captain of the fucking defense. He's the captain of the football team, Mm. which – for Notre Dame football, which Mm. means that he's in school – or he's doing his two a day workouts. Yeah. And uh, during the off season, it's two a day workouts. Mm-hmm. And guess what else? Uh, when he's not doing that, he's doing press because he's fucking. Pl- he's the captain of fucking Notre Dame. Yeah. And the year that they that they uh, that they the, the year that 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 his senior year, they were like one of the top teams in the country. Yeah. That, Dragon. And on top of that, it's like he like you forget that this is a guy from Hawaii. Yep. And um going over to Notre Dame, it's like obviously it's not it's nothing un it's nothing weird that someone would have a long long distance girlfriend. No. It's no, not no. weird. It's not weird. Even though she was not in Hawaii. She was in she said that she was in California. So Whatever it is. Doesn't but matter. she was she said that she was Samoan. So they yeah. were like, Oh, like we're you know, we're we're the same kind of like heritage, like yeah. this is great, blah blah blah. Anyway, uh point being I'm just um, giving I'm just giving background to why context, it would make yes. sense. 
Why would it make sense to like fucking have long term girlfriends in, also, in college for him? It, al- it also made sense because I was like, I think this boy is a virgin. <laughs> he was a virgin until he got I married. wouldn't put it past him that, that that was part of his Christianity, which yeah. is like, I am a sweet boy. Like, I'm not going to have sex with her anyway, so I don't need to yeah. see her in person. You know, like, it's like exactly. a, it, it really, it, he didn't say that, but it like, he's it, a sweet boy. He's, he's a, sweet just boy. a sweet boy. He, he seemed like a real sweet boy. And he's so busy with football. Who's, how is he going to fuck? Yeah. He can't. <laughs> yeah. It's he's, like dragon. He's busy he, waking up at five a.m. to work out. Here's the eating, thing: eating ten thousand calories a day, and he is literally like so. So he is literally so. So it's known that like men after they orgasm, basically they uh their 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 physical abilities uh-huh, uh-huh. lessen for about four hours. He doesn't have those four hours. Just so you understand, he is. I feel like that's some, I feel like that's edging. some bro science. No, 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 no. The bro no science was always the. The bro is science was always the night before. I remember reading that it's actually, it's actually for four hours. But anyway, okay. four hours, Dragon. He doesn't think, have those four hours. Bro. I still think this he is doesn't, bro He's like, in two hours, I got to hit the gym and I need this <laughs> testosterone for fucking to, to get that pump on. I cannot spill my seed. I yes. need it to fuel me. I need it. I can't spill my seed to these new humans. Uh, like, uh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Go um, ahead, Dragon. Anyway. <laughs> So basically what happens is, and spoiler alert for something that ha- happened in real life like 10 years ago. It's a national like fucking story. A national story. And I felt it, like when they were playing the stuff, making fun of him, I felt so bad for him because I was like, he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. had taken advantage of it. And like everyone's shitting on him. So what actually happened was this dude basically made up this woman on Facebook and then made a bunch of other profiles claiming to be that woman's uh, family. family. And seemingly talked to like a bunch of men but manti teo was like the one that she he like or she i I, it's confusing because like so in the documentary they they refer to him as him the whole time um but later on there's like a little caveat that said like at the time of the filming of this documentary you know this person did not um (laughs) tell us that they were transgender but have has since said that they're transgender yeah anyway so i'll guess i'll refer to them to how they're referred to in the documentary yeah so yeah um so mm-hmm. it's this dude who had been talking to like a bunch of guys pretending to be this woman and manti Teo was just like the one that like he glommed on to right it was the one that gave him the most attention or whatever that he liked the most so mm-hmm. he just pretended to be this chick for years and would just make up a bunch of excuses over and over again for not being able to facetime or at the time mm-hmm. facetime i don't even think was a thing for not being able to like zoom or or skype or whatever, whatever the, the fuck, fuck it is yeah whatever the fuck it was at the time um and but they would talk on the phone and this dude had a really good lady voice like they played the voicemails and stuff and you're like yeah that sounds like a lady i can see why you mm-hmm. would think that, mm-hmm. that was a lady and kind was jealous wild. like a lady mm-hmm. yeah i acted <laughs> yep. acted like a lady acted yep. like a, a girlfriend and mm-hmm. even had like a twitter account where they would like talk back and forth publicly on the twitter account the whole thing was made up insane. an entire family facebook mm-hmm. pages for a family a just to family. verify so yeah. it's like it's it's like the, the the craziest thing to me is in this documentary they have this the they her whatever they, they yeah. have the, the transgender person yeah the yeah. catfisher there it's just fucking confusing because every every I everything know, is know, like everyone's saying different words but yeah <laughs> it, they have the catfisher explaining why they did what they did yeah. and they were like oh it and just to hear the fucking excuses it's like you are it fucking was a crazy person. It was. Ex- you it was are like, very, oh, woe is me. The world very was against dear me. Evan Hansen. Very dear Evan Hansen. The world like, was against me, so I had to do this. And he just kept being like, 
oh yeah well and then like I mean it was all me it was like he was talking to me it was just a different picture but everything else about the profile was me I was like no it wasn't you fucking Mm -hmm. lying piece of shit you you are you catfish this person and like that is so reprehensible and then you like very publicly did it to this very public figure right who's this this poor kid who's like getting more public and then once once he like decided that he was going to get caught or something that's when he would do things that are like oh uh uh i have i got in a car accident and i can't i i can't do any of these things take over okay anyway uh to me again and the craziest thing to me is like they ruined matt tateo's life like like so just so you understand dragon thank god he went on to the nfl at least but like holy shit where you are drafted yeah. It depends on uh like where you're drafted. It it like it it there's a tier structure where it's like if you're drafted here, you tend to get this much money. The yeah. year you get this much money. The, they, his draft dropped in to a crazy amount. Yeah. Which means he lost out millions of dollars in signing bonuses and stuff and fucking endorsement deals and all that shit because of this. And you know, had a had a decent career, had yeah. played like six seasons, had like a couple of good seasons, but like Jesus Christ. I can't even imagine any. So the thing about the thing that I thought was crazy about this was not even that the catfisher's excuse was basically like, I was lonely and like, I wanted attention. And Mm -hmm. then the woe is me when they got caught. And then yeah. them being like, it was horrible. And I knew I had to end it and da, 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 da. And the, Oh my God. I just so much, so much pressure on top of me. Oh, so much pressure it was horrible. And I was like, and the way that they chose to like end this catfishing was the most, the shittiest. Like, instead of just being like, I'm so sorry, I catfish you. Like, I, I and let's deal with this privately, you know, like mm-hmm. this motherfucker decided to kill off his character. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you do in a TV show, right? I, I guess so. I mean, everything else about you is fake, so you may as well go out with a bang, I guess. You're just the making same shit up. Day, so. The same day that his grandmother died. The same day his is, grandmother died. It was like, oh. You, and, and there was the second time he did it, because at one point he fucking tried to kill off the character and then like... Matt the Dattel car accident talked, thing? To, yeah, and then talked to him and then suddenly it was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. And then... Just, and then absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Just and absolutely then ridiculous. suddenly like... I'm actually alive. No. And that's when Matt Tateo was like, whoa, what is fucking happening right now? And that's when the whole, that's when like, the shit started to hit the storm. Yeah. The shit yeah, hit yeah, the storm yeah. basically. But yeah, it's fucking insane. The story is about as crazy as you can imagine. Yeah. Um. The, the other crazy, the cra- other crazy thing that I thought about this was how well Matt, Matt Tateo took it. He, well, and in that, if this was me and this motherfucker mm-hmm. cost me not only my dignity in like the public realm, right, but millions of dollars because I went from a first round draft pick to a second round draft pick and was like last to be picked in second round, like I would be on the the worst revenge rampage known to me. Like I would just not, my brain like couldn't, wouldn't be able to handle like the disrespect, you know, yes. <laughs> towards me. Yes. and I would go insane. Like that would be it. But he took it with like weird, like weirdly so much great. And I know this is the years later or whatever that they made this documentary, but like still the amount of like, he did not seem to be that angry. He seemed sad, just which he's, was he's, like, not so, just sad, like he heartbreaking. Seems sad. He seems sad for that individual. Yeah. yeah. 
like he's like, like I, I feel bad that that person felt they had to fucking do this. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, like, buddy, you are, you can, can you just hang out in front of my son so that yeah. he understands what a fucking man is? Yeah. Jesus Christ. The ability to forgive. Yeah. Is insane. Well, and it was so like, sweet because, because at a certain point, at a certain point, Mantate was talking about going to therapy, like after, like years after all this happens, right? He's yeah. like, yeah, I went to therapy and the, and the therapist asked me if I had forgiven the person that did this to me. And he was like, yeah, of course I forgave them. Like, you know, like it was a no brainer. And then the therapist yeah. goes, have you forgiven yourself for it? Cause like, you know, he was the one taken advantage of and like yeah. brought all this stuff onto his family and all this other stuff. And like, it hadn't crossed his mind to do that for himself. And I was like, you fucking sweet boy. What are you sweet doing? Boy. He's just that dragon. That's your sweet boy. I know. I really liked it. Anyway, he's so he's, nice. <laughs> he's got a fucking beautiful wife now. He's got fucking a beautiful child. Right. I mean, he's, he's, he's got his own career. He deserves got, it. He, he is, he is in a, he is in a good place now, which yeah. is better than he would have been fucking getting more CTE in the fucking yeah. NFL. So I mean, like, he hey, I'm, six, six seasons is not nothing to, know, to play football. Look, and plus I on the college, you plus on the him, high school, plus whatever, you know. Yeah. If you ask him, he would probably be like, I am in I am in an amazing place right yeah. now. And that's why I can forgive. Yeah. Because I don't know. It I seemed am, like he forgave him pretty quickly. <laughs> it's just he's a fucking good boy. <laughs> what can he's I tell a, he's you? A good he's Christian a sweet boy. boy. He had to do he's it. He's a he sweet boy. It. He's your favorite. Um, sweet, thick boy. Yeah. And anyway. Dragon, dragon. Yeah. That fucking beard. That that is a good that it's, beard does wonders for him, by the way, because he's kind of goofy looking without the beard. But with the beard, oh. <laughs> like, let me just say this. Yes. Historians yeah. will look back and see that man. Yeah. And then see me. Yeah. And be like, how did you make it? How did you get a child? How did you trick a woman into having a child? <laughs> Listen, when, lots when of people specimens have like that exist. <laughs> How did you get anything? And he kept his seed secret from everybody yes. till he got married. Like, <laughs> we're assuming. We're assuming. Well, she has like 15 kids we don't know about. But he's such a sweet boy. It's fine. Doesn't matter. He's probably an amazing dad to all of them. <laughs> and he, the only reason he was like, because he strikes me as the kind of guy that was like, I thought women couldn't get pregnant. That's how they get pregnant. I didn't know. I'm just, I'm the sweet boy. The <laughs> sweet boy. He strikes me as somebody who's like he went to school and everything, but like maybe you know didn't like didn't have to uh, get the grades necessarily that <laughs> other people maybe had to get. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, that that story is wild. Just like yeah. the 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 catfishing. It, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not built like these people who like forgive yeah. and move on. I just I'm, am not built I'm, like that. <laughs> I'm just glad that you take my you take my recommend. I give you gold recommendations, and you the times you take them, you're like, oh, <laughs> Berto, why don't you recommend more things to me? <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, because nah, I ignore you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I gotta stop telling you I like things that you recommend. Is the thing <laughs> your head's getting too big? You gotta just bad. start lying to me. I know. Um, okay, anyway, that's what I watched. <laughs> so, Berto, why don't you tell me about what you watched in a little segment we like to call Berto on the Bed. All right, Dragon. So, me and my chick, because we were talking about Mulan for mm-hmm. some reason. I forget why we were talking about it. But my chick was like, you've never seen Mulan? Because mm-hmm. I've never seen the cartoon Mulan. And I was like, no, I, like, I know of it. I know yeah. what happens. I know the story. Yeah. I just, I've never actually seen it. Um, and so she was like, oh, we should we should watch that. And then we were on Disney Plus, and then we saw the live action one. And I was like, let's watch. First, let's watch the live action one. Then we'll watch the good one. 
Okay. And, and she, she was agreed, like, okay. She agreed to this? <laughs> she agreed okay. to this. Because, you know, it's, we, you know, we're, we're family. We do things as a family. Sure, as you do. Um, Did Alejandro watch either of these? Um, he was, I mean, he, they, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he was around, we're watching it, but not always. He's just not being into it. He's just, I know, I know. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Anyway, so we, I started this week watching the 2020 live action Mulan. Now, Dragon, this movie came out. This was like one of the first movies that came out after fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. This movie, I'm going to say bombed. Yeah. And I, that is an underestimate. They cost $200 million to make. Uh-huh. And it only made $70 million worldwide. <laughs> that is rough. That's rough. Which is insane when you think like they hired, they specifically hired Chinese actors, mm-hmm. filmed it in China mm-hmm. to get the Chinese market. And the Chinese market went no. <laughs> so, Absolutely not. <laughs> let's get into this bad boy. Because this dragon, I could, I could talk about this movie for a fucking hour. I'm going to tell you that right now. So I'm going to have to sum everything up. Yep, you got to sum it up. I got two questions. Number one, it's budgeted $200 million. Someone is going to have to sit me down. Some accountant from from Disney is going to have to sit me down and like show me the books because (laughs) I don't know where that money went. The Uh the fucking, the, the CGI is so bad in this. It like, I bet you didn't even take like, three takes of any of the signs <laughs> because every single actor was bad, 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 bad. Yeah. It's as if it's as if Donnie Yen started acting and the director was like, stop what you're doing. That's <laughs> too many emotions. <laughs> oh, uh, Yi Li is the main character. Mm-hmm. Please stop talking. <laughs> too much emotion. I need you to be stilted and sound like a robot. Okay. And she yeah. was like, gotcha. Nailed it. <laughs> now, I'm going to guess that most of these people were not talking in their first language. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't excuse it because apparently there's no uh, there's no Chinese dub- dubbing to it. <laughs> Which I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't even make sense in my head. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, Dragon, this is... Uh, here's a, Okay, here's the second thing we're going to have to go over, which is it has a 72% of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh. I need... 72% of the critics to sit down and watch this movie with me and explain to me why they gave it a positive rating. A dragon, I'm not joking when I say this. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Not only is it one of the worst movies I've seen in my life, um, this is one of the worst directed movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> harsh. It's at, it, the, I'm not even joking. Dragon, you know me. I am a connoisseur of shitty movies. Yeah, you do right? love con- you do I love shitty movies. That's true. The shit out of fucking shitty movies. This is. <laughs> I'm going to argue it's top five worst directed movies I've ever seen in my life. I don't. And and part of that is me explaining like I, there was three or four times where I had to turn to my chick and be like, wait a minute. Why is she doing that? The main character. Yeah. Like, why? Is, I don't understand why she's doing this. Yeah. And then she looks at me and she's like, I was paying attention. Like we rewound it a couple of times and be like, did I miss a scene? You Did's rewound it a couple yeah, of times? We, a couple of times because I was like, I think I missed something because. For some reason, this is happening, and I don't understand what the character is doing. And yeah. then we were like, "No, I didn't miss anything. It's just the movie. The movie literally—it's as if AI wrote the movie. It went from <laughs> point A yeah. to point B without explaining why the char- why the main character is going from A to B." Interesting. It's so fucking bad. This was—I'm not even joking. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm not I, exaggerating. Dragon. I don't. I don't. I believe that that is exactly what you think it is. I—I I will say I've never seen the live action remake of Mulan. Okay, um, you should watch it. 
I've seen We're doing it for the podcast. No, I've seen regular. I've seen the original Mulan, but it was honestly, it was one of the Disney movies that was a little after my time. Like I was a little bit too old for it at the time. So I just didn't like, I watched it like once maybe, and it just never hit me the same way. Like Beauty and the Beast did or like, um, it came out in Little Mermaid. You were nine. Yeah. And I was like, but like the time that I was watching movies, like mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again was, was a little earlier than that. Like by the time I was nine, I was like, not obsessively putting on the same Disney movie, you know? Yeah. So yeah, by the yeah. time this came out, it was too late. And plus, like, that's when it came out. By the time it came out on, like, VHS or whatever, I, I was, like, you know, a little over. Also, okay. also, I was 10 in 1998. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But what I'm saying I... is, if you show me this and you're, I would have just been, like, I maybe I just forgot how Mulan goes. <laughs> like, you know what I that's mean? That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. Because I'm watching this and I'm, like, there's a witch in it for some reason, a female witch. And I just turned to my yeah, chicken. I don't, I I was don't like, remember was there, that. Was there a witch in the original? And she was like, I don't remember there being one. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. We then watched the, the animated version. Yeah. There was no witch. And I was like, I don't understand why there's a witch. <laughs> I don't understand what the witch is doing. Yeah. Um. The, so, you know, as because it's Disney, yeah. they were like, all right, every single movie is now about female empowerment. Not female empowerment the way you want, Dragon. Female <laughs> empowerment as in like the main character is the strongest human being that's ever existed. Yeah. Because she has, in the movie, she has chi power. And they say it a couple times. Oh, her chi is amazing. Her chi is strong. Her chi is this. Wait, is and that a thing? In, is that a thing in original Mulan? I, no, no. Okay, thank you. I was like, I don't remember that at all. Wasn't she just yeah. like kind of a badass and like just wanted to fight in the army? To, like, she just her wanted dad to or something. Um. Well, so it's because her dad is frail that she uh, goes to the army, and she's like, "I love my father. I can't yeah. have him fucking go to the army and die because he's he's he he was a great warrior, but now mm. he's like he's he's old. He's like injured. He can't. He he will die. Yeah. In the army, and um, and it's the same thing in this one, except you know, from right off the bat, they were like, "Okay, but Mulan is her chi is so super strong." We're going to show it because when she's like 10, she's chasing a chicken. And then as she's chasing the chicken, she like flies and jumps on top of the roof and then keeps chasing the chicken. And then she flies down and does those fucking Kung Fu flips. So she's you know, like, magic. Cr- cr- she's, crouching she, tiger, hidden dragon. So she's magic. Yes, she's magic. Okay. She has magic. And so basically what the movie is about as once again, what all Disney movies are about now is the female character is the strongest character Sure. We just have to we we just have to allow her to be it because the patriarchy is bad. Okay. That's literally I'm not joking. Yeah. That is what the fucking movie is about. Okay, I believe you. Okay. I, the, honestly, the these witch, live these live action remakes are basically across the board. I'm fucking not, awful. I, yeah, the witch. Yeah. There's a witch in this. Okay. Now she is. Um, she has aligned herself with uh, Bori Khan, which is they're they're not the Han anymore. They're, they's something else. I don't whatever. It's a little more accurate apparently to history, even though like sure. there's the people people apparently one of the reasons why the Chinese market didn't like it is because they were like none of this fucking makes sense. It doesn't it doesn't pertain to our history in any way. Like you're 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 taking place in this time. Uh, in the northern China, but yet the houses that you have are from southern China on a thousand <laughs> years beforehand. So I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why you thought we would want to watch this shit. <clears throat> I mean, and listen, you, you know, China Dragon, they love that. There's nothing that China loved more than feminist movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> they love that shit. Right, okay. Dragon? Yes, of course they do. Of course they do. Okay. Uh, but um, anyway, yes. th- let me just let me just explain. There's a witch in it. 
the witch is probably the most powerful thing I've ever seen in my life. She is a, flies around as an eagle. She then like does a spin and she becomes like thousands of birds. She uh, uses her like fucking mental power to like stop arrows in the air and like redirect them and shit. She, like literally this is shit that's happening. She's just a, she's the magic witch, right? Uh, she aligns herself with the bad guy leader because she's like, oh, I'm, I'm useless without a man to rule. My goal is that you bad guy are going to kill the emperor take his place and then i will be able to live freely in your kingdom and i'm like why is that her plan why is her plan not just let me just go and conquer everything and then set my own rules yeah i know because she literally is that powerful and then at the very end don't worry i don't want you dragon uh, you look worried i don't want you to worry (laughs) not worried she she flies and she she mulan is about to get hit by an arrow because uh I don't know. I guess she didn't work at that moment. <laughs> the um, this witch flies and takes the arrow for Mulan because Mulan is now like, oh, I am. I have a space. I have space within this area, even though my chi power is amazing. I don't. I, I didn't fucking understand it. Uh, okay. The entire movie, we could go scene by scene, and I would be like, number one, I don't understand why this happened. Number two, <laughs> how did this happen? Number three. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I, okay, the, the, the weird thing. The, so the weird thing about this to me is like, I always thought the point of Mulan was to be basically be like, look, little girls, like you can be tough and badass and you don't have to be magic to, to do it. Other than the like little talking dragon thing. That's her friend, I guess. The that's talking like, dragon is that's like a magic element, at, right? I, I, we saw we saw the cartoon. Like, yeah. We saw the cartoon Mulan after it. Number one, let me just say this, right? Like literally Three minutes into the movie, I turned to my chick and I was like, this is fucking great. It <laughs> looks great. The characters are great. I understand her motivation. Yeah. I understand who she is. She is not a fucking tough girl. She is literally a fuck up. I, she, I, don't, re- oh, I don't remember Mulan yeah, very she well. Is, Sorry. She is the fuck up of her family. And, the, and then immediately right off the bat, her father fucking like you see the influence of her father. Because her father, like, sees a, like, her father's like, holy shit, like, you really fucked everything up. You <laughs> fucked everything up. You, you, you know, you were supposed to meet with the matchmaker, and yeah. you, you fucked that up, and then now, now the matchmaker's mad at you, and, like, you're not gonna get a husband. And yet the father fucking sits down, and instead of being like, how, oh, you know, you fucked up, yeah. he, he sees a flower, he sees, like, he's in, a, he's in a fucking field, there are flowers blooming, and then he's like, you see that flower over there? It hasn't bloomed yet, it's gonna bloom late, but I bet you it's gonna be the most beautiful flower of them all. Basically being like, Mulan, don't worry. You will you are gonna be a beautiful thing and I still love you. Yeah. And reassuring his daughter, which is yeah. why later on you're like, when she sacrifices, when she leaves to go to fuck the army, you you're like, holy shit, like I like I genuinely feel why she wants to do that because yeah. that's her father. Yeah. And instead in the original movie, the first thing the father does is, is like, oh, your chi is too strong. Uh, that's only for boys. Uh hide it. Weird. Okay. It's, it's terrible. Anyway, yeah. the fucking and animated Mulan, fucking great. Yeah. I, really great. Loved it. Loved it. It's fucking funny. It's action. It's like, it's real girl power, which is like, <laughs> she fucking shows up. She's a shitty fucking warrior because she's smaller than everyone else. Yeah. Weak, but she fucking works her ass off and she's smart. Yeah. And she has to figure out a different way to fucking defeat the enemy. And she does. And it's, and I was like, at the end of it, I was like, this is great. Not just great. This is the fucking feminist empowerment movie. Yeah, like not, that's not, that's not, that's the messaging you need, right? You yes, need you need like, to be able to be like, listen, girls, just because work, it, and that's yeah, for sorry. anybody, right? So okay, right now I'm reading a book 
um about Ooh, uh <laughs> but it's about like it's about like different ways you can like it's basically about different communities um different types of people who are like who have kids with like different kinds of disabilities right and like basically yes. the whole point of the book is like look at how these parents have like accepted their children with differences and like helped them and look at the communities that get built up around those differences right yes. like one of the things they talk about is down syndrome another thing they talk about is dwarfism like different types of dwarfism and like anyway the whole point of the book is to be like your differences aren't aren't the problem right you find ways to kind of work within them and to embrace them and to like see the good in them and that's i think that's the empowering thing right it's like you're the issue isn't that you're a woman it, it, it that's fine you just have to think find a different way in this man's world to work and she does and like that's the point you know it's the it's the jocko the jocko philosophy of life which is jocko's this like uh he's a special forces guy famous okay like warrior and then became a jujitsu black belt and basically oh. is now like i am a public speaker who's who fucking goes to people and motivates them yeah um and he basically what he says is like whenever i he owns a company whenever someone comes to him and is like oh my god we have this problem he's like good good yeah i'm glad we have that problem because now we have to figure out how to fucking get around that problem yeah that's that's and that's the fucking mentality that that mulan has which is like i have to figure out Oh, I'm smaller and weaker than everyone. I have to figure out how to fucking get around this problem. And he yeah. does. And also, there, there's actual other characters. It, I felt like watching Mulan, I was like, the only character in this is Mulan. Yeah. That's the, the live only action character. One. And, and the, 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 that's the character they care about. And then the witch. And then the bad guy. Because, you know, what? Because he, he has scars. That's why. <laughs> um, Very That's the only people they care about. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the live action Mulan, it's like, okay, here's a commander who falls in love with her at the end. Here is the the three other fucking like rejects who they yeah. work together to fucking like save the day. Here's Mulan. Here's her father. Here's like all these different characters that have their own experiences going on in this. There's a part where the commander, the guy who's like in charge of, of training Mulan, he his father dies and you see him like take a moment where he's like, I have to like, not, not only has my father died, the fucking army is gone. Mm-hmm. I now have to save the fucking day. And you see him like, like have to like take that in and then stand up and be like, we have to keep going. And it's like this little moment that I'm like, wow, that that's a fucking, that's a strong man yeah. that now has to like, move on. And suddenly like, and it's just, it's just those little fucking moments, the fucking father that I'm like, oh, I actually give a shit about the father in this one. It was fucking wild to me. Anyway. Fucking uh, live action, uh, fucking cartoon Mulan. I, I really, I Great. really liked it. Really liked it. Live action Mulan. Um, my favorite thing researching it was that um, number one, because the moment it, it ended, I was like, this, people have to be talking about how bad this is, and then I looked yeah. it up, and everyone is again 73 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I, do, it should be ten. It should be, it should be two. <laughs> it should be two percent. Okay. Yeah. Um, but people were like, yeah, of course they didn't they didn't do the dragon because number one, it would the CGI would cost like crazy. It yeah. was mostly comedic relief, but they're like, we could do the story without the dragon. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Plus yeah. the, the dragon's doing a lot of this doing he's doing too too many big things to make it like useful. Yeah. I, I like I like the fact that you didn't have to use the dragon. Um uh and then my favorite thing was the director was like, Oh, we, we didn't want it to be a musical, because you know, Disney cartoons are musicals. They were like, we don't want it to be a musical because uh, men don't, when they're all going off to war, they don't sing. And I'm like, sorry, have you, what? Huh? <laughs> have you, have you, 
ever? Have you read any book on on warfare? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean they don't they do? Yeah, it's like it. It's you know. Did you know that group singing is actually like a really great way to build camaraderie? <laughs> yes. It's like, have you not the seen f- the Have you not seen the dads marching to, and they're singing a little yeah. tune the whole time yeah, they're marching? So they're that's in what stuff? they do. It's, it's it's fucking crazy. I was like, when I read that, I was like, oh, the director's a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the live action uh, Lion King remake was also terrible. I, I and by live it, action, so. I mean. CGI still <laughs> because you can't, I, I didn't see you it. Can't make I, it live I, action. Yeah, this, it was this really. Was I really didn't like it. I really didn't like. Anyway, it. Um, yeah. Mulan live action Mulan. I w- I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a zero out of ten. Dragon. But, I mean, I'm giving it a nine out of ten because I don't want to get canceled. Okay. Because apparently, if you don't like this movie, you're a misogynist. I think that you can like the. I think if you like the animated one, you get some points. I love. I love the animated one. I thought what it was you, a nine out. What of would 10. you? Oh no, okay. <laughs> Legitimately, I really love the it. golf. I, there I, is I, big. Now, granted, I saw this literally minutes after finishing the the, the live action one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't. You know, it could be. It could just be. I'm like elated that a decent movie came <laughs> on. So <laughs> I'm not saying that's not wrong. That's not that. That what happened. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Can we oh, move man, on from Milan, or do you have, no, you have 18 more things that you want to say it's about just, it? Here's, a, here's my thing about Milan. Milan, last thing. Like, okay. What am I, Dragon? Some, something about steak and potatoes. No. I'm a card-carrying member of the misogynist party. Oh, my God. You're such an right? idiot. If, Dragon, if you wanted me to stop making misogynist points, maybe <laughs> these movies should be better. <laughs> Thank you. I I'm say- what I'm saying is, I, what I'm saying is, if you had more Barbies, then I wouldn't be able to make misogynist. Then, <laughs> then I would really be misogynist because I'm like Barbie's stupid because of the blah 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 blah. Instead of me being like, yeah, it was fun. I mean, you, it's got but all you didn't watch stuff, it, but it's fun. I know, but what I'm saying is, because Mulan is so terrible, then I get to be a, even more of a misogynist. And right. you can't say, you can't say, oh, it, you you didn't like it because of your misogynist. I'm like, no, it's a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> Basically, I would be like just making nothing but misogynist points. And then yeah. after you see Milan, you'd be like, yeah, bro, you're right. <laughs> I, I can't argue against you. I'm sorry. Um, right. Just so you know, Berto, if you want to watch Barbie right now without yeah. leaving your home, you can do so. Guess how much it is to to buy it. How much? $30. $30. $30. would like you to watch 30 it on bucks and I'll Amazon watch it. Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, or Voodoo, it's $30. Dragon, if you give me $30, bucks, I will watch it. I promise you, I will not give you thirty bucks for, for okay, Barbie. Let's move on, Dragon. Next, I watched. I, I decided, you know what? Let me have a nice, light, fun movie, and I watched The Big Short, twenty fifteen, uh, fucking drama comedy, two hours ten minutes. It is basically about the two thousand and eight financial crisis, yeah. uh, and most mostly about the people who who saw it coming, yeah, and made money off of it. I remember really enjoying this movie. This movie is fucking great. Yeah. And it it not only is it great because it's fun and entertaining, but because you see, they explain to you very specifically how, what happened, yeah. how it happened, and like the people who were like, the sky is fucking falling, and everyone was like, nah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Shut up. Which is Christian Bale basically yeah. being like, the fucking the housing, the housing market's going to crash. Yeah. And Everyone just like the people who are smart enough to fucking jump on it being like the housing market's going to crash. It's fucking bad. It's going to be fucking bad. And then finding out like and then everyone just being like, nah, nah, don't worry. Don't worry. 
What are you talking yeah, about? It's fine. Anyway, yeah. the housing market crashed, and uh, I mean, dragon. This movie. Here's the thing. It's one of those movies that's fucking hilarious, fun, and then they basically break it to you that like, yeah, you know, fucking four million. I think it was something like four million Americans were like lost their houses because of this. Uh, yep. My parents insane. were in that four million. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I Super remember. Cool. I re- Love it. I remember. I remember when this happened and fucking. Jesus Christ, it was it was scary because it was like, oh, we my company is going to be fucking downsizing. Yeah. Everyone's company was downsizing, yeah. and it took a while for it to catch back up. And it's just like, oh yeah, sure, don't, Dragon. I don't want you. I see you worried. I don't want you to worry. Yeah, we got. Them. They oh, arrested. We, we, we arrested we, one person. We arrested one person, right? And we arrest, they, did they arrested they, um, one person. And mm-hmm. what happened to that person? Um, I don't know. They just they they arrested him. Oh, okay. And, yeah, they arrested one guy. For the end, basically, for the bankers completely just fucking the country, yep. not just country, fucking the world. Yep. They arrested the guy. They put in uh, some some things to save it, and then uh, to to stop it from happening again. And you know, then they just started rolling them back. So no big deal. No big. But deal. also, I don't want you to worry, Dragon. Our tax money bailed out the banks. I I am well so, aware that my uh, yeah. a lot of tax money that I pay. Dragon, you know how the banks. you. Dragon, you know how you like things like housing and health insurance, yep. and you're like, man, I wish the government would help with these things. Yep. No, it's we're we're busy saving the banks because of busy that. saving banks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And we we just saved another bank not that long ago. You remember? Yeah. Again, you remember again? Yeah. Uh, we just went in there and we said, no, don't worry, we'll save everything. Not just yeah, the we'll, not just the FDIC insurance, which is the point of it, yeah. is to just go in and no, 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 we're gonna make we everything, everything, everything. 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 And it only costs Everything. us what, a couple billion. I forget mm-hmm. how much. Mm-hmm. When when people go bankrupt, I just want you to remember, it's their fault for not being a bank. Anyway, <laughs> did you know declaring bankruptcy is actually pretty expensive? Yeah, yeah. It it costs yeah, yeah. like thousands and, of and, dollars to declare bankruptcy. And there's a few it's things that you insane. That, and there's a few things that don't go away, even though you yep. declare bankruptcy, which seems true. to be like that's the whole fucking point. The whole point. But you know what? I don't want you to worry. It's, I mean, you know, indicators are showing that it's not going to happen again. And then it might be even worse because we, we literally just put band-aids on stuff and then propped it back up. And we're like, yeah. don't worry, everything's saved. But, but I see it's uh, fine. We're fine. We're fine. I just we're love good. that. I just love that we have never once learned a lesson from anything. Dragon, <laughs> I collectively, don't want you to worry. As our government has never learned a lesson from a single fucking thing that's happened. I don't want you to worry because you remember how, how we elected Obama because yeah. this happened. And then. And because he was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking clean this shit up, and then he mm-hmm. did it. Yeah. And then we had Occupy Wall Street. You remember that Occupy Wall Street? I do remember well, Occupy I Wall Street. Yeah. Don't want you to worry because after Occupy Wall Street, every single newspaper suddenly started being like, identity politics. That's what's important. <laughs> don't worry about the banks. Identity politics. What are you worrying about? Rich and poor divides. We're we're, we're focusing on yeah. is identity politics. Yeah. Saving it. It, I, I just, I just, yeah, I can't even. I can't even. That anyway, Wolf Wall Street's really you, good. Can you, uh, can you name one politician who is like, I, I think I'm gonna go after the banks. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. The banks seem to be a problem. I feel like, I feel like Bernie Sanders may have been the only one that might have well, even he, remotely trapped. <laughs> he did, and then after the, you know, after he basically got two, two, uh, two fucking um, primaries stolen from him, he suddenly was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why am I doing this? I'm I'm just gonna go ahead with you guys and just fucking just I'm just gonna go on with you guys. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead. What, what do you guys want go me to say? Go you want along me to, to say, get I'm, along. Yeah. Biden's doing amazing. All right, I'll say that. Yeah. Sure. Don't give a shit. 
He was, anyway, our, only, he was our only chance. <laughs> yep. Only guy. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. Dragon. Okay. Uh, uh, I get to go fast because we are. We spent a lot of time talking about Mulan <laughs> and Matt Tateo. Anyway. To be fair, um, Matt Tateo is a good story. Mulan is, story. is just you rambling. <laughs> you're gonna watch that movie and you're gonna you're gonna have another 20 minutes and you're gonna be another dear Evan Hansen anyway uh I watched Afterlife which is that series I've been watching oh, yes, about the yes, guy yes. whose wife died um I finished the third season uh I sent you a scene from that mm-hmm. fucking Niagara Falls yeah I was it was a, it was very it was very sweet to fucking be fair. rough it's basically I, it seemed as if the season the series ended and yeah. they were like oh well you know the whole point of living is what we do with it for each other. That yeah. is that is the point of life. It is not then it, basically it's a guy who like lost his wife and was like I don't understand what the point of living is anymore and in the end he you know realizes through all the people he meet and all the actions is like well the point of living is to help each other out. That is what's life is about. It's about yeah. helping each other. Anyway, it's a sweet 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 dark comedy. Very sweet. I really liked it. I, I yeah, liked I think, it a lot. I, I mentioned it to Andrew and he was like, yeah, I heard it's really good. We should watch it. So at some point we'll watch it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, also my, just, I'm going to say one last thing with Mulan. Uh, do you remember I sent you a picture of Mulan? Vaguely. And that was, so, so in the cartoon, it's easy to make a cartoon look like, oh, she's a girl. Cuts her yeah. hair. Looks like a man. Yeah. Cool. It's a cartoon. Easy. Makes sense. Yes. Yes. Uh, I sent you a picture of Mulan of live action Mulan in the army pretending to be a man and I was like that there's no fucking way that anyone would see this woman and be like yes man no, got absolutely it not. It's, it was hilarious to me it was hilarious anyway next dragon um, I'm gonna go into Joe Bob corner I'll just do a couple of Joe Bobs okay Okay. I watched Beyond the Door 3 Uh, you know weird horror movie uh, sure. it's like a, a basic movie I don't know 5 out of 10 okay I mean it's just it was just it's kind of just there you know, Joe Bob said some fun facts, which is mostly about like the making of it, which I, I thought was fun, but nothing big. Uh, okay. And then next, I watched Perfect Blue Dragon. Uh, this is a one of the what do they call those like Japanese cartoons? Anime. Yeah, yeah hentai, whatever. Anyway, oh. um, <laughs> yeah, this is one of those that people are like, this is this is the best anime because it's like a drama, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean. I just I don't know, Dragon. I just don't like cartoons. I don't I don't fucking I don't get them. I don't yeah. I don't understand. Um, I, I thought it was a decent movie, and if you're telling me this is one of the best ones, I'd be like, yeah, these cartoons are just not for me. I don't know. It's just when you have a cartoon, I'm just like, this is just ridiculous. It's silly. I think me and, I think me and Andrew watched it. Andrew oh yes, we did. We did watch it. Yeah. I kind I kind of felt similarly. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, my favorite thing is that um, fucking what's his name? The guy who did Black, Black Swan. Uh, who's the name of the director? Oh, Darren Ar- Aronofsky. Oh, Aronofsky. Okay, he yeah. He bought the rights to the movie just so he could use scenes in his <laughs> other movies. <laughs> that, that was my favorite thing. Uh, that was is like, love fun. it. Love it. He's like, he saw these scenes and was like, this is fucking, these, see, these shots are brilliant. I'm going to use this in real life. And then he, he was like, instead of just stealing it, he bought the rights so he couldn't get sued. And I was like, beautiful. Smart. Love it. That's just that's just um, good planning. Yeah. Smart, smart man. Anyway. Um, all right. And then I also watched uh, it's, it's a movie called Alligator. It's just like Jaws, but, you know, an alligator in, a, in the sewers of New York. That's like a giant alligator. Nice. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Fine. Nothing big. Anyway. Uh, all right. Dragon, let's let's do it. Let's, we finally made it. It only took us like ninety minutes, but okay. we made it to our 
final segment, <laughs> Dragon at the Movies. Dragon? Yes. What movie did we watch this week? So I chose this week, and I I had forgotten what I chose. <laughs> which is like literally we were I we were like talking about recording today and I was like Fuck, what did I what did, what did we I want I know I watched the movie but I can't remember what it was anyway it was my food it was my choice and I chose uh Grand Budapest Hotel which is Berto a Wes Anderson movie it came in at one hour and four, 40 minutes it was made in 2014 it's currently streaming on Hulu um starring actually let me just look at the cast list what I wrote down. Just, just, just name two people Ray Fiennes, Bill Murray, Tony Revolori, Tilda that's Swin, good, that's Jason good. Schwartzman, Edward Norton. We don't need any more. No. <laughs> everyone. Everyone associated with Wes Anderson is in yes. this. It plus Tilda Swindon, Tony Revolori, and Ralph Fiennes. Yes. Rafe. Rafe. Sorry. Rafe Fiennes. Um, this is... You warned me. And this is the most... Wes Anderson movie to ever Wes Anderson. And, yes, uh, the most Wes Anderson of all the Wes Andersons. It was a bit much, to be honest. It was a bit much of Wes Anderson. I okay. am... I've hit, I've hit my, like if, okay, here's, here's me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here, here's, here's my tolerance. Uh, by the way, would you not, you're Wes not, Anderson. You, you we're doing this for an audio medium, but okay. Yep. Um, the, the gulf between, uh, my, the top of, of what I can take for Wes Anderson and where Wes Anderson hit like years ago, they're yeah. pretty much, they're the same thing. <laughs> okay. okay. But gotcha. I've hit my limit of Wes Anderson. You've, I think you've hit peak Wes Anderson. I've hit peak Wes Anderson. I cannot take another movie paced like that. I cannot take another movie with the same like quirky little characters. It just listen. I I I like it. I get what he's doing. It's just too much. It's too had much. you seen this movie before? No, I hadn't. Okay, I saw this I, movie when it came out, yes. and I think this was my peak Wes Anderson, where I was like, "This is the best Wes Anderson." Um, and then everything after this, I was just like, "Oh boy." Too uh, much. Yep, I hit I hit peak Wes Anderson. Yeah, but now I so, understand too, like why, why you said that about like some of the other Wes Andersons that I was like, that one's not that bad. What are you talking about? Um, I get it. I get it now. I'm just, you understand? Yes, okay. I understand. Like the the one about the magazine, I, I, which I like, French Dispatch, which I, I liked. Like but now that yeah. I've watched this, I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, it is too much. It's too much. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. <laughs> what, what's the one much. that just came out? The fucking uh, it came out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I saw Asteroid City. That's um, it. it's good, but it's very Wes Anderson. You yeah, gotta, just, you can't keep making the same thing. I feel like the, the thing I feel about like this Wes thing, Anderson. Yes, go. go. The, I, yeah, I, Wes, <laughs> we're just talking over each other. I feel like Wes Anderson. I'm gonna have to put you in a box and then come back to you in like ten years. Yeah, because I just to, to see a new Wes Anderson every three years is just too it's much too, for me. It's too much it's for too me much. right now. Okay, but God, yeah. It's honestly too much. I yeah, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't with it. It's too much. I, and I that this movie is so orange as well. Like I know he always mm-hmm. chooses like a a color, and that's like his color for the movie. This one's yeah. very orange, and it's very like the seventies color palette was just not working for me. I just couldn't. I just couldn't like it. I just didn't like it, and I felt okay. bad about not liking it. So too. I I. I remember when I saw this in theaters. Yeah. And I, again, I saw this in theaters. This was peaking Wes Anderson for me, which means that I don't think it was his best one, but I, I love this movie. So yeah. I really like this movie, but I think that's because I had seen it before when mm-hmm. I was still in Wes. Like, I can watch a Wes Anderson before this movie yeah. and be like, I love this. Yeah. And then after this movie, and now I'm just like, I'm, I can't take any more. I can't take any new Wes Andersons. Yeah. So I, I, I get think it. that might be it. Okay. 
So I, you know, I, I think that it's not not the it's not not I don't think it's the movie's fault that no, I don't think it's your fault or the movie's fault that you didn't like it. I, I think it's because you have reached peak Wes Anderson and it's only after that that you've discovered this movie. Had you seen it before when it came yes. first came out, I think you would have enjoyed it a lot more. I think you're right. Go ahead. I think I think you're absolutely right. So I'm looking at his his highest ranked films mm-hmm. according to IMDb are yes. The Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox, Moonrise yeah. Kingdom, Isle yeah. of Dogs, Royal Tenenbaums, Rushmore, Darjeeling, Darjeeling Limited, Life Aquatic, and French French Dispatch. Okay. Oh, and Bottle Rocket, which I actually don't never seen. Um, I've seen almost I mean, all that's... of those. There's a couple I haven't seen. I didn't see Isle of Dog Dog because the only the only ones I haven't seen are the one that just came out. Yeah. And the cartoon ones, because once you fucking, it's just fucking cartoons. I just, Fantastic I Mr. I Fox is good. I like Fantastic I, Mr. I, Fox. No, no, no. It's too late. So it's too out, late of those, it's too late. out of those, the one I liked the most that I remember liking the most was Moonrise Kingdom. I remember it being really cute. And like, I think his quirkiness works really well for kids. I, like a movie about kids, you know? I think that's, see, this is the thing. I have a, I have a weird love affection for the world kind of bombs. Where yes. I'm like, I, in my head, I'm that. like, I this, that, is, yeah. this might be his best movie. But then I watch Moonrise Rushmore Kingdom. Rushmore is also very good. Yes. And and then I watch Moonrise Kingdom and I'm like, Man, this might be his best movie. Right. So it's, it's really somewhere good. it's somewhere between those two. And I, I fully will say Royal Tenenbaum just has a special place in my heart. So I'm probably giving it more credit than, it, than someone else would. Yeah. Which is why I think that's his best movie. And then a very, very close number two is for me is Moonrise Kingdom because... I don't know. It's just, just something about all this that just it just it hits me in the right spot. Yeah, I, I think Moon, I think Moonrise Kingdom also like the story and everything. It just works really well for Wes Anderson-ness. You know what I yes. mean? Um, but anyway, yeah, Budapest Hotel. It just did not. It did not sit well with me. And oh, it was by one the of way, those number things three where, for me. Sorry, yeah. number three is Grand Budapest Hotel. Go ahead. That's crazy to me. I like I, I actively, understand. I, understand. I like actively disliked watching it. <laughs> it I understand. So I understand. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. It's because you you've reached peak Wes Anderson. I, I understand what you're saying. It's too late. It's too I, late for again, me. I feel like if you had seen this at a different time, you you would be right with me. Where it's like it's number three or four. Yes. If I had seen this when it came out nine years ago, like I would have been like, "This is great. I love this yes. movie. Wes Anderson could do no wrong." Correct. And then like Correct. the and then like the tenth Wes Anderson movie where it's the same like kind of. It's the same directing and the same writing style and everything. You're just like, yeah, I I can't do it anymore. Wes Anderson, do something else. <laughs> do something <laughs> All right. else. All right, Dragon, let's get into this bad okay. boy. Um, I mean, what what is it? You let's let's first off, let's start. Yeah, I think Ralph Fiennes is fucking great in this movie. Yes, I agree with. Do you, you agree? I agree with you. I I listen. Nothing about this movie is bad. All right. Okay. I no, just I, I, disliked watching it. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Let's let's try to talk about the movie as the movie. Okay. 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 Yes. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. I think I think him playing Gustav is fucking great because he's fucking Ralph Fiennes. I mean, he's, Jesus Christ, he's a really good fucking actor. Dragon. He's a really I, good actor. He I'm also gonna, one of the things I did like about his character too is like, so basically his character is like. A dude that loves fucking old old blonde ladies, but like yes. geriatric blonde ladies, not just old, like like eighties <laughs> in their eighties blonde ladies. Dragon, he explains. Can, can he explains why? Yeah. Okay, it's like you know when you're young, all you want is a fucking prime rib steak. <laughs> As you get older, you're like, you know what? Let me let me just get a burger. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. You know, I, I'll, I'll take a Salisbury steak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even matter. Whatever. <laughs> whatever whatever bullshit you saw on my plate. But he liked rich <laughs> ladies as well that could get him things. But he also... Well, that's he, that's, those are the ones who would come to him. Yeah, yeah. To, 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 the, to the hotel. I, don't, mm-hmm. I did like that. Like, I liked his character. I thought it was very fun. Like, I, I like that kind of play on, like, sexuality that you don't really see a lot. You get to see some old lady boobs. So that's exciting. <laughs> like, super also, old lady boobs. I also like him as a person, Dragon. Yeah. He is... A man who is, I think they even say it, like he he was, he existed for a world that had already passed him by, which by the way, this takes place in the 1930s. He existed in a world that already was gone, yeah. but he was trying to keep that small piece of fucking like, uh, of refinement alive, which is like, uh, I am number one, I am fucking a very loyal. I am, yeah. and I am a, like, I am like a fucking general and I will run this place as such. And yeah. you will all listen and you will shut the fuck up and you will listen to me because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And again, I, just, I, wanna, I cannot emphasize this enough. The thing that I love the most about him is how loyal he is. Yeah. He, like, the fa- when he's on the train going to, uh, you know, the house, the house of the old lady who was killed. Yeah. He, and the, the army comes in. He is fully ready to be executed just to save his fucking kid. Just, just to, to save, save Zero. Uh, zero. Yeah. And it's only because he because and, and they kind of show it's because oh it's because the fucking general shows up and he's like hey the fuck the, this man was nice to me what are you fucking doing dragon manners make it the man and that is what he is right dragon it's true it's true i also i like a i do like the like the the, the weirdly nice thing about the movie which is like has a lot of like dark stuff in it is uh Basically, what they're saying is, like, if you treat people well <laughs> and you're, like, respectful and loyal, people will do things for you, <laughs> right? Which, like, which the whole thing is, is something that. that is so true. If yeah. you come, if I go up to, if I fucking, I'm, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to fucking stress. I'm going to force my kid to say please and thank you and, oh, I appreciate you and yes, sir, and all that shit. Because I'm like, if you say this to people, they will be more inclined to help you. Yeah. So if you need something, they'll be more inclined to give it to you. Yeah. If you like that is how if you treat people with manners and respect, then they will be they will give that back to you. If you yeah. come up to someone and you fucking try to like fucking act like me around them, they're not gonna do shit for you, Dragon. hundred percent. hundred percent. But anyway, yes, I, I like the fact that it's because of his manners that a lot of things come to him. He's yeah. it's because of his manners that these women feel nice, you know, they they bang him and then yeah. give him gifts and shit. And then, you know, the basically the entire story, which is he he gets a pr- priceless work of art um, and eventually gets everything, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because of a secondary will that they yeah. find or whatever because of the art. I, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's very true. I, I also like, so I appreciated that. I didn't love the Zero character until there was one point where, like, somebody asked him, I forget if it was Ray Fiennes or somebody else, asked him basically, like, like what what happened like when you were whatever somewhere like when you were like crossed the border or whatever he's like oh i was arrested he's like why did you come to this country yeah yeah yeah. but it's not why it's like like, go ahead go ahead you remember it better than i do yeah so ray finds ask asks because basically ray finds like just gets out of jail Mm -hmm. and he's like you know fucking dressing down uh what's his name because zero because uh you know zero forgot his perfume and didn't, oh, like, yeah, yeah. couldn't get every anything and he's yeah. like he goes off on him and fucking zero then tells him like oh it's because 
my, I was in a village. The fucking army came in, killed everyone. I'm literally the only survivor. And now I'm a refugee. Yeah. And basically Gustav was like immediately fucking apologizes. And what I love is the, and the zero is trying to be like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And Ray finds like, no, like, yeah. look at me. I'm fucking apologizing to you. This is a real apology. It's not a fake apology. I'm not just saying this because, oh, I feel bad that you, uh, that this happened to you. I am genuinely apologizing to you, which I, again, I did little things like that, that I really like about this character. Dragon. Yes. But, and I, I understand, I understand that you're, you're, you're all fucking, <laughs> you're I, Wes Anderson out. It's yeah, it's such a shame. It's, I think it, one of the other things I like. It's funny because while I was watching it, I was like, I, it was just too much. But looking back on it, I'm like, Ray Fiennes did a great job. Edward Norton did a great job as like the general guy. Willem yeah. Dafoe was a great, it's a good bad guy, bad guy, yeah. a great bad guy, legendary dragon, legendary because he got a drunk apparently. <laughs> Your favorite quality in a. I actor. mean, listen, I did, I did watch um Antichrist, so. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it was a stunt dick because it was this, yeah. Was no, it? A, it? I was thought it was. A, a, I thought it was his dick. What I heard is that it's a stunt dick because the story is that his dick was so big that it was it was confusingly large. <laughs> the, that's the exact quote I remember hearing. <laughs> oh, Willem Dafoe. That's why he's oh, such a good actor. <laughs> With him. that weird face, he's got big yeah. that big dick energy. And he's a fucking good actor too. <laughs> he's a good. He is a good actor. It's true. It's true. But like, so when I think about it, I'm like, yes, these were all great characters. But when I watched it, I was like, please. Just stop. Stop, stop with this extra stuff. Stop, stop with the miniatures. With the miniatures. The, oh, at the sled scene when they're like escaping by sled. I wrote in my notes, the sled scene is the most Wes Anderson thing to ever Wes Anderson. I, like, it's yeah, just like the, no, the I, most Wes Anderson scene I've ever fully, seen. Fully agree. It looks like it looks like it's as close to a fucking cartoon as you could make. It is. And yet it it's is. not. It but it's like, I understand. I understand why you see that. And you're just like, <laughs> I hate this. And at the time when I remember seeing it being like, I, this is just put this, give me a fucking, give me, give me an IV, put this straight into my vein. And then literally after this movie, I was like, I can't take any more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I feel like I'm glad I missed this in 2014 because it allowed me to enjoy the things that came after it. But <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like, even know what came after it. I don't remember. But like, well, what uh, came after it for dogs. me is what came after it for me is probably different than what actually came after it because I did not watch Wes Anderson as they came out. So gotcha. I I saw like Moonrise Kingdom and like all that other stuff like later. That you gotcha. know what I mean? Like I didn't watch mm-hmm. it all. So it what came after this, by the way, was Isle of Dog. Isle, I uh, sorry, Isles Isle of Dogs, which I did not watch because I'm like no, I, I can't watch a fucking cartoon. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, let's not let's not be fucking crazy. Then came the French Dispatch. Then came Asteroid City. Okay, I like French right? Dis- Dispatch. Asteroid City was just fine. I can't. I can't. Yeah, but no, I get. I totally get it, bro. A hundred percent. I understand. I understand. Okay, no, it's just ridiculous. Just I watched terrible. this movie and I was like, please stop. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that I will give a positive view of the French Dispatch is, um. The, the the she's in this movie um fucking the when they go to the old woman's house who died yeah the maid that's there yeah that is the french actress who it plays the model in the french dispatch who oh. then shows her boobies and i'm like those are bravo well that's I'm, just you fun. hear that that's me clapping yep that's you clapping bravo bravo bravo, uh, that's me bravo for the boobies bravo you get to see boobies, boobies in this one i don't know why you're so i mean i mean yeah but you know those are very good movies, let's just say. 
Yeah, that's right. right. That's My right. son was very happy with those. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, I, uh, I, I did. I honestly did not take that many notes in this movie because so it was only an hour and forty minutes, Berto. Yeah. And I had a hard time. I was like, I'm so sick of these movies that are over two hours. And then I realized it's not over two hours. And I was just sick of watching it. Oh, my God. Amazing. I was just like, come on, man. I just don't want to do it anymore. Please. (laughs) Please stop. Um, One of the things I was surprised about is, um, what's her name? The the Irish accent. uh, The accent. The Irish actress that I always, I don't know how to say her name. Sarish Ronan? Yeah. How do you say her name? Do you know? Sir 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 Ronan. Nailed it. She must have been so young when this came out. Um, she uh, this was the first movie I remember seeing her. She's actually a very good actress. She is a Wait, good actress. Is I saw her in a movie called Brooklyn. Um, I mean, she was good in it. I I just didn't get the movie. Yeah, she's only she was born in 1994, so she would have only what that would make her 20? what like 20, yeah, 20? when this came yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, uh, that movie Brooklyn. It's literally like it's about a French. It's about not French. It's about an Irish immigrant mm-hmm. who comes to Brooklyn, and uh, you know, gets married and then has to go back to Ireland for something. And then ha- it comes a struggle of like, do I go back to Brooklyn or do I stay in Ireland right. where my right. life seems happier? Um, so all those ideas of like, oh, it must be difficult for an immigrant. It must be difficult for a woman in the fifties. It must be difficult for uh, you know. These all these concepts you, you you think might be in the movie, yeah. Don't all worry, right. they're, they're in not. the movie. Oh, they're not I'm, in the movie. Oh, no, okay, no, no, no. D- it's just a love story. Okay, it's a it's a decent movie, but I'm just like I th- like so many ways you could take this story and you just didn't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know you're just like wait, that doesn't make sense. No, you're right, it doesn't make sense. Um. Also, Jude Law is in this movie, and I don't even remember him being in it. Uh, he is the <laughs> dragon. Yeah. <laughs> the movie is not so. The movie is about a guy yeah. telling a reporter yeah. the story of how he got the hotel. Oh, that's right. That's he's right. The that's reporter. Right. He's the reporter. That's right. That's right. That's right. To be fair, to be fair to me, it doesn't make sense that all of these people are in that movie. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> my brain can only like, remember so many famous people at once before it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who is in Owen this. Wilson is in the movie for like. 10 seconds. Adrian Brody is the fucking son, the shitty son yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Um, What's his name? Uh, Bill Murray is like in it for like three lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you got to get a, you got to get Bill Murray in there. It's a Wes Anderson I mean, movie. Bill Murray. It's illegally obligated. I think Bill Murray, Bill Murray like loves, signed he, like he signed something to Wes Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman is in it for like a line. Jesus. Of course he is. Of course he is. Um, I mostly have like I mostly have a uh, like just little lines written down. Honestly, after this, it's like the 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 part where they call uh, Gustav a faggot, and then he 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 says something, and he says, oh. "I thought I was supposed to be a fucking faggot." And they're like, "You are. You're bisexual." <laughs> like just like <laughs> just weird shit. He like accuses him of, like, of sleeping with his mother, and then he's right, like, that's "You right. faggot." Yeah. And he's like, "Wait, I thought I was a faggot. Are you now? You're telling me I'm." Yeah, I'm sleeping with the other. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're bisexual. <laughs> it's just so stupid. And then he's in the part where they they find out that the um the sister got killed. Remember, uh, Willem yeah. Dafoe kills the disabled sister, and Gustav goes, "The girl with the club foot." And they're like, "Yes, he's those fuckers." 
just the the idea that like I I do appreciate when Wes Anderson throws in those like little lines or like yeah. pieces of dialogue where you're like harsh Wes Anderson harsh in this like weird idyllic like thing you have going on with this mm-hmm. character that's like supposed to be I don't know very proper you know but I guess that's yes. the point of it that's the point of line yeah that's a, that's the whole point it's like yeah, give yeah. you this world and then like every now and then just like it's blow blow it up for a second yeah. and then they come right back. Um, I again, I really like Kristoff in this movie because Dragon, yeah, positive male role model for my boy, one hundred fucking percent. He yeah. is loyal. Okay, he true. Bangs women and then gets money from it. He is. He has so much cologne that they're like, it's you can tell where he's been at any moment. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because every now and then you see people like, like do the little sniff like, and then he, they're like, oh, he's been here. <laughs> All I could um, think about was that have you ever been on like the train or something and somebody has like way too much cologne on and you're just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're Christ. describing his character. Yeah. Ugh, that's all I um, could think about. Like being on the train with somebody against my will that who's like, I just also, covered an axe. Also, he's not a fucking rat. No, he's not a rat. He's not a rat because because part of it, he goes to jail, right? Which I, I love the jail and the breakout scene and all that. Yeah. I think it's all funny. And so um, part of it is that he he has an alibi he was with a woman but yeah. he's like i can't i can't because she uh she's, she, married. she's married it's like that would upset their marriage i don't so i'm not going to give her up and yep. i'm like oh oh positive male role model dragon <laughs> yes he won't rat uh, uh on this lady who's having an affair with him i appreciate i do yes. appreciate that i appreciate yeah. that he would rather break go to jail and then subsequently break out of jail <laughs> yeah. And Love he made dragon. he made delicious gruel for somebody, so they uh, helped him escape. Which well, even again... in jail, even in jail, he still is like, "I will be a dignified man. I mm-hmm. will be. I will be dignified. I will be respectful. I will treat everyone greatly." Like there's a big guy who like looks scary, and then he treats him so with such kindness and warmth that later on the guy helps him, yeah. which I liked. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that that why? Because he is he is a man of manners." and sophistication and he will treat everyone as if they're the most important person in the world and because of that people are nice to him and they will do things for him dragon yes. positive male role model for my boy um yes <laughs> all right uh do you have anything else to say dragon uh, not you really wrap this bad boy up sure let's wrap it up it's getting right, very dragon. hot in the room i'm in as well so i'm just like, starting to fade <laughs> all right dragon final thoughts um yeah i wish i i definitely wish i had seen this a little uh a little earlier than i did um it's just i i i understand that this is a good movie yes it is too wes anderson for me at this point in my life <laughs> gotcha understood i understand dragon yes i don't I understand. want you to apologize the cast is great i get i like the I, listen it's wes anderson if you like wes anderson and you're like i love it i understand i t- fully understand it is just, I cannot do it at this point. If mm-hmm. you are in Wes Anderson out and you have not seen this one, you're not going to like it. <laughs> okay. You're Understood. not going to like it. I, yeah. I, especially this one, because this is the most Wes Anderson of Wes Anderson's. Yes. I would. I still give it a smash, Lee. I do recognize that it is a good movie. It is just not for me at this point. No, um, I appreciate that, Dragon. Berto, what about you? Final th- thoughts? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, again, I saw this movie when it came out. I saw this in theaters when it came out because I was huge, especially after Moonrise Kingdom. I yeah. was such a big fucking Wes Anderson movie. And this is peak Wes Anderson where I'm like, after this, <laughs> anything else, I'm just like, I'm, I'm Wes Anderson out. I, I could even watch like one of his older movies now that I, you know, assuming 
Yeah. Let's assume I had never seen fucking uh, Moonrise Kingdom. I'd probably watch that and just be like, it's, I can't. It's, it's too, too much. much. Yeah. I, and so I understand much. that you're a predicament, Dragon, where it's like <laughs> you can see a movie and you're like, I acknowledge that it's good. I acknowledge that all the elements of this are amazing. I acknowledge everything, everything. You you are fully right in all these endeavor, in all these yep. descriptions. I just, I didn't enjoy my time. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so, it's such a funny uh, place to be in with a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. It but is. I understand it. I understand it. Um, I still think French Dispatch is just boring and stupid, but go ahead. <laughs> I do. I, I also understand that, though. I understand that. I, but I one of the things I like about French Dispatch is that each of the vignettes in it are like its own little thing. So it helps to break up the, the movie a little bit more. So what you're you saying know? is you like the fact that it's it's just a collection of shorts, shorts that you yes. can just turn off after that short. Yes, I can. My brain can turn off if I didn't like it. <laughs> it's fine. Gotcha. Understood. <laughs> it is really fine. Yes. Um, I, I guess that's it. Wait, wait, you didn't give me a, what, a, what's oh. the rating? Um, I would give this a eight out of 10. Okay. Like I, yeah, again, again, eight out of 10. I feel yeah. like if I'd watched this for the first time this week, I probably would have given it a five out of 10, <laughs> but I understand. I understand. Dragon. Anyway. Yeah. Eight out of 10. Um, okay. Uh, Berto, right, you, yes. I picked this week. That means I get to pick next week. Right. Dragon. You sure, you sure do. So what I'm, the movie we're going to watch is evil dead. Two, Dragon, we're going to get through this trilogy that's now five movies. <laughs> this movie comes in at crisp one hour, 25 minutes. Mwah, Dragon, that's for you. You're welcome. One of my favorite things. <laughs> Don't worry. At some point, we're going to watch Casino. You're going to be angry at me. Uh, okay. It came out in 1987. This movie is currently on Tubi. It is mm-hmm. directed by your boy, Sam Raimi, and starring your boy, Bruce the Camp Campbell. <laughs> Bruce, I believe it's Bruce the Chin Campbell. Bruce the Chin Campbell. <laughs> you know what? That's even better. <laughs> I think that's actually his nickname. <laughs> You've seen uh, Bruce Campbell, have you not? <laughs> yeah, he's he's man of all chin. He is. He is a chin a chin man. I would say. <laughs> all right, Dragon. Yeah. Um, are we going to be live? Like, are we going to be coming next week, or are we going to take a week off because you're going to be away? Uh, we'll see when I get back when, I, if we can coordinate, we, it just might yeah. come out late. I guess I would yeah. say. Gotcha. Just like this week. Yes. Listen, all right, Dragon. it comes out when it comes out. All right. <laughs> you, you get it when you get it. God you damn it. Do. And you'll like it. All right, Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and send us off? Uh, okay. Bye. Uh, uh, okay. Mulan sucked in. Bye.